What's up, y'all? We're back in the living room with another episode of the Iron Skillet Podcast. Got myself, Shatora, Bullwhip. We got our special guest, Helix, in the building. We're going to talk about his album and the album release show that he did at the Bright Box last week, which was lit. And then we got T-Clum TV, just chilling. The goat. <laughs> the goat. That's 100% right, man. How you feeling, Helix? It's been a, last week was a crazy week for you, right? Dude, like this whole last week, I feel like this week, honestly, like it's been such a long week. I can't really believe that, you know, the show was only a week ago. Like that's so crazy to me. Time's like crazy. Like you feel like it was so long ago because it yeah. was so much that happened in such a short period of time. Like I feel like Friday was just the start of just like a long ass weekend because uh, it didn't. It started on Friday, but, like, the whole album shit didn't stop until, like, the end of the weekend because, like, me and my group and everything, we were just... Turning and having a good time, right? Yeah, pretty much. Celebrating it? Yeah, we pretty much took that shit home and, you know, started listening to the album some more, just recording more music and shit, like... That's it. It's just You felt inspired by it. Exactly. Yeah, not, keep it rolling. Pretty much. I mean, the energy, the energy was, was, was live, but I guess we can start off talking about the album itself. Um, I know personally, and I won't go too deep into detail, but the song that hit live for me, is called Black is the Tent. Yeah. Like, Man. when you did that live, I was like kind of captivated, I'm not gonna lie. Black is the Tent. Um, you know... When I recorded that song, I always knew, like, first time, like, I heard the beat, I knew that shit was going to be a hype-ass song. But doing it live is just, like, a completely different energy to it. And the setting that we had, like, just being, like, on the floor level, um, the energy that I gave to the crowd, they gave it right back to me, like, ten times over. And, like, I'm so grateful for that because, like, that just solidified, like, this song is way more than what I recorded it as you know because you got to see it in real life and yeah. how it affected people exactly and how that that energy exchange that's a beautiful thing black is the tent it it caught my ear when i first heard it that morning uh when the album released and i'm a sucker for for the banger yeah. and and usually you put that you know in the first couple to catch the listener's ear and you caught it like yeah. That sounds, I, I would have picked that beat out and I you went crazy on that track. That song was honestly, it started off as like a freestyle almost. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, get it no better, I bleed the block all day by popping, but read it, I couldn't resist. That was actually going to be part of the verse, but like I was so stuck in trying to see what I can put on top of that, mm -hmm. that I just I couldn't put anything after that, so I started to use that as the hook and just wrote something completely different for, for the, the verse. verse. Yeah. I feel you. I so. mean, and like when it comes in, though, like that cadence, mm -hmm. it's like this. It's this mm -hmm. energy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which is, I don't know, you love that for like for a hook, and it's just like, I feel like that's an anthem, if you ask yeah. me. That's how it felt. He performed it as an anthem. It yeah. felt like that to me, you know what I mean? I think the placement, also the placement of it like within the album, like it really, I think it fits perfect, not only because it's like such a hype song, but, you know, for people who like, who are new listeners to Helix, to me, I feel like, you know, some people, not they're not always going to be into, like, 
the heavy lyrical stuff that I'm mm-hmm. usually doing, but you know, they want something that they're comfortable with. They want something that'll make them hype, something that'll make them jump, something that'll just like something like that they were hearing like the club almost. Yeah, but, that like, they can mm-hmm. just vibe to. I yeah, feel that's you. That's probably you know, that's a very good description of it because I think that's the closest on the album to a club song. Yeah. In fact, I don't think I need a Helix Club song. Exactly. But no. I'm sure he would kill it. Oh, he would be great. You know what I mean? But like, like that's not my vibe, but it's the fact that I was able to do something for like this song and do it the way that I did it. It just like really caught. I just wanted to catch people's attention for the album. You know what it makes me think of? So like one of my close friends one time told me like when he was writing music, he would think about how people would be listening to it like what environment they would take it in yeah and like that song sounds like an anthem for you and your people like mm-hmm. whoever your people are you know what i'm saying like yeah. so like i could picture honestly if that song would have came out when we were like house party like level i could oh, picture like number one on the playlist yes we would have grabbed the aux and then we would all been jumping and throwing each other in the middle of somebody's living room multiple times every <laughs> night <laughs> it's like right before uh hard in the paint yes 100 percent. they would have ran it in yeah. so like that's a you know just camaraderie and like you know what i mean unity and like people just being letting loose and letting that energy out like i feel like that's what that song felt like live at least you know lyrically i'm sure there's way more to it but the way you expressed it live was 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 really really beautiful man thank you it really set the tone for the album because that's track two i know and then you're just like what's what's coming after this before we we dive into the songs and talking a little bit more about that when i want to bring it back to when you first thought like, all right, I'm I'm about to do an album. Before you even probably thought Frontier 500, all that, what were your thoughts going into wanting to make a project and how all of that came about? My whole process in making projects and making albums, it all comes from just the process of making music itself. Like, I don't, I don't necessarily think, hey, I'm going to make a project. It just, it just comes like... Mm-hmm with the amount of songs that I, the amount of songs that I make, the amount of ideas that I come out with, just, it just, all my ideas, pretty much in the end, I just try to put them all together and see mm-hmm. what, see what clicks. So, so you were just making songs, you had, you know, a rack of songs and you was just like, you know what, I'm gonna put this together into this project. Something Is that like kind of what it was? Something like Something that? Something like that, yeah. All right, well, how how did uh, the title Frontier 500 come into play? Uh, Frontier 500 is a really funny story for me, honestly. I was coming back from uh, my fiance at the time. We're now married. but Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I was coming back home late and I was thinking just like, damn, I still don't have a name for this project. And I forgot where I was driving at, but it's this, this like this pickup truck. It's like, uh, I, why did I? I was, I was gonna guess that. I'm like, would you? Did you see a Nissan Frontier? <laughs> like, it was uh, an F150. I oh. think that's what it is. <laughs> no, wrong. I was like, okay, so I already had like 500, just like in my head, but I was like, okay, so F500. What does the F stand for? But I already knew this project was gonna be a transition from my last project, Nicodonia, and 
this whole thing is just like it's just onto a new frontier. So Frontier Five Hundred. That's the way I took it. Took it as is like you know you're breaking into to new ground. You know the new frontier, and that that's kind of the way I took it. I didn't take it as oh he he was driving home and seeing it on the truck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, are you talking? You just said like. We were driving. I was like, oh, wait. Was Maybe it a truck he saw the frontier. Yeah, the <laughs> Nissan frontier. Like, wait a minute. Yeah, for sure. Damn. Understandably. Type shit. Something like that. Man. Yeah. Damn. So, what, um, as far as production on this, uh, you got some of your homies on it? My homie Maz. I just want to shout out Maz. I'm going to shout Dude, out Maz, Maz everywhere I go, God. right? Okay, so first off, on the project, we got Maz produce. He's the, uh, my main, one of my main producers. He, uh, he produced Indian Giver. Indian Giver is like such mm-hmm. a beautiful track. And mm-hmm. just like, I'm still so, like like I said at the show, I'm so amazed that he decided to send me this beat. He even told me like he didn't have any idea of anybody like actually rapping on it. I didn't think it was like something that somebody can rap on. But like me being like as lyrical as I am, I'm just, I just wanted to like test myself almost. You can it find didn't really, that pocket on anything, I'm sure. Yeah. It didn't really seem like, a rapping type beat is just like a production that you're just like so astonished by like because it's yeah. different right yeah. it sits out it's like it stands on its own it's yeah. not something that's super uh something that currency used to say is he's like i don't like army beats you remember that he's like yeah. like where you gotta stay if you don't mm-hmm. like line up in one pocket you're stuck something that kind of stands out and that's different which i think is dope and also that that dude has a heart of gold yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know the rest of your clique as well, but yeah. he has a heart of gold. Mm-hmm. I'm Baz telling is you. Like, he's one of, I swear he's one of the coolest people I know, but uh in my whole crew we have Maz, we got my man Sue, y'all met Dell Richmond too. Mm-hmm. We got my man Dylan, he goes by Baby Seal. Crazy. <laughs> I love that dude. We got my brother Lim. He's uh just now getting started in production and everything. Okay. He doesn't really have a name yet, but like when he gets his name, y'all will never forget that name. I promise you that. Uh, who else? Who else? Who else? Shit. And then you got me. Yeah. Damn, That's it. There you go. Who else you got uh, production wise on the album? Uh, as far as like inside of my collection, my collective, mm-hmm. it's just Maz. Okay. But. There's this other guy. He goes by Planet Earth. Mm-hmm. He uh, produced uh, Mail Truck and Coolish Clean, the interlude. Mm-hmm. Uh, damn. There's so many producers on here. Who did Black is the Tent? He goes by Lonely Boy. That beat is so crazy. That joint's fire. Yeah, it's heat. He's about to light up his beat stars right now. People are going to hear that. They're going to be you going go over there. You might buy them all. <laughs> First yeah, time yeah, I'm giving away all your plugs. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Damn. Look, don't, don't, shout don't, don't post that. We'll put bleeps. Everybody's going to think he's cussing. and it's nah. We'll just change it to me saying my name and then it'll be like, Travis produces? Yeah. Yeah. Travis, yeah. Yeah. Travis is like ice the best cream. producer in the DJ yeah. Ice Cream. <laughs> DJ Ice Cream. <laughs> Throwback. Another thing that really stood out to me about the project was the... I want to say the cohesiveness and how, you know, you kind of just let it play through. Yeah. And it, it really does play through like a very cohesive album. What was your um, thoughts going into that, arranging things? Because you got interludes in there. You got some, 
dare I say, spoken word talking. Yeah. Was that a sampler? Was that you? That's me. That's what I thought. And I just thought you pitched it down. Yeah. Um, Tell us about that. My inspiration for that really came from, as you can tell, probably uh, Section 80 by Kendrick. Mm. Uh, Shit, who else? Funkadelic. Uh, Maggot Brain. I don't know if y'all heard that mm-hmm. album. The name stands out, but I don't think I can pull any songs for sure. I just like, I really like the whole spoken word concept of it. And just like going really in depth with the story. And I can do that inside the song, but to be able to do that within inside the skit and really offer that visual almost. 100%. Like, I feel like that does it a lot better. Because like, I was, gonna, kind, I was gonna kind say of painting the picture. Yeah. yeah. Lets people hear it more clearly. Yeah. And you know, embrace it more or comprehend it more, I or, guess. Yeah. Or you get the listeners that are like, I can't understand a word he's saying. And you yeah. rap fast a lot of the time. So yeah. that kind of helps and paint I'm, the picture. I'm really trying like my hardest to just make sure I have like all the lyrics. Like once I post the music. Oh, oh, you're talking about posting the lyrics yeah. with it. Yeah. So like yeah. just in case like you want to rewind it and you want to read with the lyrics mm-hmm. to what yeah. I'm saying. For sure. Shit, we used to do that back in the day. 100%. Flip through them CD books and just read the lyrics. We would be reading the lyrics, yeah. Damn. And they'd be so small. Oh, my God. Yeah, the print was microscopic. Yeah, there you go. Our eyes are so bad. We out here wearing glasses and (laughs) shit. I got Coke bottles on, man. You already know. (laughs) I feel like spoken word, um, it also kind of, I don't want to say forces, but it really entices someone to listen deeply. Yeah. And intently. Whereas when you're rapping, there's so much else going on. They can get caught up by the mm-hmm. beat. They can get caught up by your flow. They and like and they can not get caught really, up by the rhyme scheme. Just yeah. That. But when you're doing a spoken word, like you're really putting someone in a position to like listen to what you're mm-hmm. saying. Which is why, like, I'm a huge fan of people like incorporating that kind of stuff into the, like their music and their sets, just because it's like a it's a little bit of vulnerability. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I feel like it's a good palate cleanser too. Oh yeah. You know, like. It's like drinking wine, you know, you want to cleanse that palate before you get to the next mm-hmm. part or 100%. next wine, you know, so. I like that you know analogy, I mean? Travis. You That's know, fire. I, I kind of look at spoken words. They could uh, they could be a little intimidating because you got to be uh, a little more direct. Yes. And, and every word has to count. Yes. You know, it's not like, you know, rapping and you're like, I need a syllable. Yes. Let me throw an and in there. You know what I mean? Like every word counts in a spoken word. Yeah. Like, Shator, I really like how you did it, like, with your set, especially, like, that, I feel like with every rap show that I've been to, like, something that the rap shows really lack almost is just, like, the spoken word part. Mm -hmm. And just to see that, like, from where I was sitting, it was just, it was inspirational, but it was also, like, eye-opening. Like, this is also, like, a big portion of this, you know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. And I appreciate that because I definitely was very intentional in how I put that set together. And uh, I just wanted to be really vulnerable. That was my thing. Mm-hmm. It's like I just wanted to, like, not try to act like I have all the answers. Mm-hmm. And, like, those pieces, like, my goal with them was just to make people feel seen. You know what I mean? Like, that's all I really wanted to do is just make people feel like there's somebody else out there that, you know, 
has experienced some of that stuff. So it means a lot. It really does. Cause like, it's it's scary. Cause you're just you're putting your whole mm-hmm. you're putting your whole heart out there, and you're mm-hmm. just like hoping that people receive it well. So that means a lot that it uh, that it kind of connected and it, and it did well. So I appreciate that. Well, the same way that you tied your songs together with the spoken words, and you kind of made dare I say a story out of it, yeah. you know what I mean? The ups and downs is the same thing you did by performing the full album straight through. Yeah. You told your story. I wanted everybody to hear like the ups, like the really, really high points. And then like the really, really low points. And then when I brought it back home with like, you know, the love song when I sang to my wife and then like right after that, I just brought it right back to like the extra lyrical stuff. Then I wanted to bring it home with just like, I don't even know what to call it. It's like a gospel almost. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Humanoid at the end. And I feel like the way that I performed it as well, like that really added to like the effect of the song for me. Like as I was explaining to y'all like right before the show, but Humanoid is just like a really personal song for me. And, like, I got so into it that the microphone unplugged. I was just like... <laughs> oh, yeah, but then you were that. just going. You were just, just going, going and, and grabbed the other mic. Just watching the... I even, like, paid attention to the crowd, and, like, they were singing it with me, and, like, they raised their hands at the end. Yes. Like, how we, like how I started off the set is just... Like, that was just so pure. It was just crazy. It's kind of like I've heard this explained and i i've definitely felt this like and i had i felt that a piece of that i felt it with other really great performers but it's kind of cathartic you know what i mean it's kind of like for like three minutes like not in a like religious way in more of a spiritual way it's like we're all like we're all going to church Mm -hmm. for this three minutes it's not like about like a divinity thing it's like but we're like we're somewhere else right now Mm -hmm. like we're not here anymore and it kind of felt like that and i think for you to be such a young artist to reach to have that level of like connection with an with an entire audience of people yeah that that early on no like that's yeah that's powerful and it's very like i don't know i I props to you because you know that comes from is honesty like mm-hmm. it comes from you sharing your truth and just being yourself, and I think that's a beautiful thing. So props to you for that, man. Thank you. Yeah. I'm trying to remember like what I made the crowd say right before that. Yeah, I was about those to affirmations. Ask him. I am the best me. Yeah. I'm gonna, I could be. Yes, I yes, was yes. screaming that shit at the top of my lungs. Yeah. That that hit me too, man. Tell was, me what. Tell me what made you do that because that's some. That's that's like my wave. That kind of thing. Humanoid. Frontier 500 is just like, is like a happy place to me at this point. It's just, like I told y'all, the concept is the serenity prayer, just like accepting the things that you can't change in order to make yourself a better person and not let the things that you can't change just hold you back. Uh, Humanoid is just... Damn, I don't even know what to call it. Humanoid is is like a positive affirmation, just like what everybody was chanting. Yeah. So Humanoid is letting all of that go. I feel like, damn, I don't even know what else to say about it. I mean, I think that's a beautiful, that's Mm -hmm. like all you have to say. Like Mm -hmm. if it's a positive affirmation in itself, like I feel like 
that's that's so powerful to be able to like i don't know everybody has their bad days but like mm-hmm. that's the days when you need to look yourself in the mirror the most and be like yeah dude i'm i'm valuable like i'm worth like all of those things you know what i mean yeah. and so like if that's what that song is it doesn't need to be any more than that that's like, fire you humanoid know I mean? is just like this is all of us humanoid we're all human this is it mm-hmm. yeah that's it that's all you need to be just be your best yeah that's what I'm gonna say when when I do something wrong. I'm gonna look in the mirror and be like, "I'm just a humanoid." I'm just a humanoid. It is me. <laughs> Bringing it back, man. So to catch everybody up to speed, if you guys were not there, was it last week? Yeah, mm-hmm. you you fucked up. Yeah, you messed up bad. <laughs> yes, yes, you did. You need to look in the mirror and tell yourself you're just a humanoid. But no, <laughs> yeah. for real, in all seriousness. Not only did Helix drop his album Frontier 500, he also hosted through a, a show slash party album release at the bright box in winchester virginia and he put on his homies he put on uh dope artists in the area had shatora lane open spirit opened you had uh dale richmond dale richmond yeah. out the crew and then helix performed the whole album front to back the day it released and i thought it was just incredible that that you put this whole thing together. Yeah. You know, not only did you drop the album, but you set it up so you threw an album release the same day. Not only did you do that, you went another step and did it at Brightbox yeah. and made it official. And you packed that place. Man. Out the Box was jumping that night. It was live. I don't think that all of that really set in for me just yet. Because, like, it, in the moment, it was just, like, all so, like, unbelievable. Like... I'm pretty sure, like, y'all remember just, like, me telling y'all, like, from, like, the night, I mean, from the minute that y'all stepped in there to, like, the very end of the show. But, like, y'all have, like, really inspired me to be to be the best me that I can be, pretty much. There it is. Don't do you it to I mean? me, Alex. Don't do it to me. Like, You're going to my feelings. <laughs> I've, I think that was, like, my third time performing at the Bright Box, but my first time performing there y'all were like the reason the first time that i performed there i think it was for the school drive last year it was the school drive yeah yeah and then like after that i'm just like damn like i really gotta make sure i keep coming back here because i I see the bright box is like uh like one of the biggest stages in In winchester yeah Yeah. Yeah. for sure 100 percent. and to be able to do a rap show a rap show in winchester at that like this is really is really big. Yeah. So for me to be able to put on a an album release show in a city where like people would only know me based on like, hey, we went to high school together and nobody's really looking for me because like it's rap and nobody's paying attention to rap. Yeah. It's really big to be able to do like I'm not gonna say what I did because I wasn't the only person out there. It may have been, you know, my album release show, but like we were all out there. So it's crazy that we were able to do that you know and be successful at and it. be successful at it too that's a beautiful moment it's not it's not an easy area to to throw anything hip-hop for the longest time hip-hop wasn't really socially accepted dare say well spirit had a great um i mean before you even went on remember he went up there and he yeah. and he spoke the truth mm-hmm. yeah. and it was then it was some real shit no uh, a lot words. of a yeah. lot of venues around here don't want hip-hop right and the fact that Brightbox is is open their doors to local hip-hop 
and throwing these events is incredible. So shout out Brightbox for that. Or shout and out Nick at the Brightbox too. Yeah, that's the dude. That's the dude. That's the homie. Seriously. But also, you know, like you mentioned, you know, we, we brought you on for for the back to school drive last year. You know, the way we look at it as is we like to give opportunities to those that deserve it and who are putting on, you know, grinding and what I really like about you, you know, doing this whole event and dropping the album is you're literally doing the same thing we did yeah. by putting your people on. And that's beautiful, man. I'm just trying to lead by example, because like one thing my parents taught me is to give back, you know, and I didn't want to just put myself on like I, I had the idea like maybe I could just hold like a, like an hour show at the bright box, but that probably wouldn't have been like as big as mm -hmm. just like having everybody be there with mm -hmm. me. So mm -hmm. I wanted to be able to not necessarily open up the doors, but open up the doors for other artists who haven't been there, like Dale Richmond. Mm -hmm. 100%. Mm -hmm. Like leading up to that, he's always talked about like, uh, not performing at the Bright Box or just like needing a place to perform because not he I'm pretty sure I think he moved out to Richmond mm -hmm. because like there's not really many places to perform out in Winchester but I just wanted to create an opportunity for him mm -hmm. too mm -hmm. for sure so, it's not easy the, getting on out here it really at isn't the, at the end of the day we're we're in the entertainment business so you know yeah you put on a good show so mm -hmm. bringing more people out does that yeah, absolutely. And you did that for sure. Well, not you only did, did he do that, he picked the right artist right. for it that literally just kept the night going up and up. Yeah. You know, there wasn't a down moment in the whole the whole time. I feel like the lineup and the order of the lineup was perfect too. Mm -hmm. And the performances, I mean, they all everybody killed it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Shaw look, after after Shaw got done, he's like, Man, we gotta step out. It's hot in here. She comes up to me. She's like, I think I had the best performance of my life. I really felt like that. I really did. Because I just let it I let it go. I let everything go. And I was super honest. And I just felt that exchange. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, like, there's times where you get up there. And it's just not the right night or not the right crowd. But that night, I felt that exchange of, like, you know, I'm telling you my truth. And I'm, like, closing my eyes and hoping and that hits. And, like, I felt people, like being like okay like i i see you and also yeah. and that's really always my goal when i go on stage is like to just make people feel seen like that's like everything i'm trying to do with my music is just make people feel like they're not the only one you know what i mean so like that's why i felt like that because i was like dang like i really felt that heavy when i was up there you did that appreciate it and then to follow that up spirit came on and just spirited all over the stage <laughs> yeah, i mean this did. guy always comes with this drum machine and i, I love it because it's different yeah. you know what i mean it's not just uh plug and play my songs like he went up there and you know said, made the first he said i can do it myself yeah so you know I, I love that he gets up there and curates his his own show and you <laughs> He pulled a page out of Bullwhip's book and, and walked out in the crowd. Oh, yeah. I was like, this guy. He's killing I, I said earlier that it's like when Spear goes up there, it's like he has an out-of-body experience, but I guess it's more like his body leaves and his spirit's still up there. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah, there you 
you go. He literally flips a switch. I'm I'm really proud of that guy because I've I've watched him grow right. over the past. When he's in performance three, mode, three, it's, I mean it's nothing but performance mm. mode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, like his name. His name is so fitting. Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like that's crazy. And then to follow that up. Your boy Dale Richmond came on and surprised the whole crowd. And I say surprised the whole crowd for the ones that haven't heard him, like myself. Um, and he was he was a lot more lyrical than I yeah. expected. I'm not downplaying him at all because yeah. he went up there and mm-hmm. did his thing. No, you know, no fear. Yeah. And and rapped every word. Yeah. yeah. And shout with out, energy. Shout out my man, Dale Richmond. You know, he just recently put out a project called The Colors Are Fading. Ooh. I just want to make sure I say that. But, you know, Dale, I've I've known him for like a couple of years now. Just like, I've known him personally for like a year, but I've never seen him perform live. So being able to see him like mm-hmm. from where I was sitting too, mm-hmm. like it was just, I really don't even have the words for it. And just like being such a fan of his music, but also being like his friend, I was just like I was saying about Yusha Tour, like mm-hmm. I was just sitting there, just like really getting into the songs. I swear I look like a really proud parent, just yes, like yes. singing his songs like right behind him and everything. <laughs> and then like being able to uh perform the song that I have with him, like at the very end, yeah, it was just like really cool. I definitely had a like I want to say at least three people come up to me and say, "Yo, who's that?" When he was on stage, yeah, yeah. like I'm the Wikipedia of Winchester, <laughs> like yeah. you know everybody. Like, Trav, who's that? He brought the energy. Me and yeah. me and Trav were just in the audience while he was shooting, but I'm there like literally what, acting like a proud dad, just watching my kids up there on stage. Like, man, I'm so proud of these guys. Yeah, yeah. Man. Like y'all have known me since like. We've was known like each other since 2018. I think it was. When did we uh, get him on? This that video was four years ago. Yeah. So it was probably yeah. early 2019, um, at the first studio we had because Helix mm-hmm. was on for the first um, season. Yeah. Yeah, that was summer. Yeah, summer 2018. I watched that video the other day and I was like, damn, he looks, looks young. I love yeah. that song. Mm-hmm. I hate that song. <laughs> <laughs> we all feel like Bro, that when we like, listen to our old stuff, though. I, I mean, like, yeah, yeah. True, I, true. I think it's fire, but when I go listen to my old stuff, I'm like, what? Yeah. But true. I think it's fire. I was, I'm grateful that I, I made that song because, uh, you know, it put me in a position where, like, I can meet all of you guys. Like, I'm really grateful for that. But, like, as I evolve as an artist, it's just, like, I start to just, like, pick it apart. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wow, why did I? I just sound like I'm so, I really, need, I want to get approval from, like, all of my friends. Like, I'm just trying to make, like, a hype song that people are going to be jumping to. It's just, ugh. It was, it, a, it was a good song at the time. Good. Good. I mean, I was glad that you asked me to shoot the video. Dude, I'm glad that you were able to shoot the video. I've never had anybody do that. Is that the one that we did on top of the uh, yeah. George Washington yep. parking garage? Yeah, you were there. Yeah, the cops called that day. Yeah. Yeah. One of many. I'm one telling many. you, we shoot like 30, 30% <laughs> with the cops getting called if we're shooting in public. Yeah. It's so funny because yeah. like, uh, like the car was not even supposed to be in the video. Mm-hmm. Like my friend uh, Zach, I didn't even know he was coming at the time, but like he drove all the way to the top with... Uh, 
I can't remember what kind of car it was. It was like a uh, Mercedes. Mercedes, Mercedes yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. Mercedes. And he was like, if you want it in the video, you know, here it is. I'm like, yeah, of course I want it in the video. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I remember like we, we, we came up and you're like, yeah, we're still waiting on some people. I'm like, welcome to the business, Helix. <laughs> Always waiting on somebody. Yeah. <laughs> I was up there. I remember that night. Yeah. I remember that, that yeah. shoot. And uh, you had all your people out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody showed up. And then, and then, uh, I, I can't remember how it went, but uh, I, I was gonna say pull the uh, join out of Logue's book when the cops come. It's like, who's the director? <laughs> but, but Helix did the talking, yeah. and I'm telling you, if if cops come and you're not doing anything wrong, just be nice and talk to them because they're just gonna go on about their day. Yeah, half the th- I mean. I'm going to say more than half the time, pretty much all the time. We ain't doing nothing wrong, but sh- when we're shooting, yeah. yeah, you know, speaking of videos, what are we shooting? Oh, oh man, yeah. let's hear it. Let's, we, yeah, we need to shoot some Frontier 500 shit, don't we? We really do. What uh, would you want to shoot? Black is the tent. Yeah, of course. let's go. Get like a limo or something, you know, like want, blacked out tent, something. I want the whole crew just to be like, like wearing all black. And like I don't know if y'all seen. Um, I feel like I know who you're gonna say. Yeah. Is his name really different? I think so. A rapper. Yeah. 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 Oh, exactly. Did you talk about him and his, his wife? wife him and his together? wife. Um, if not, I'm gonna show you that guy's vibe after this. And you gotta, I you gotta like show me that. Yeah. I was thinking about like some. Uh, it's uh, RZA, but he's in like a different group. It's Grave Diggers. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to do some shit like that. Okay. But if not. If we do Black is a Tent, after Black is a Tent, it has to be uh, 2020, definitely Bible freestyle, mm-hmm. uh, Coolish Clean, and especially Humanoid. Yeah. I was going to say that. It's got to yeah. be. I, I like High Beam, too. High Beam is my shit. Mm-hmm. I, I can't remember when I wrote. I think I wrote that during like COVID. Mm-hmm. I was just uh, caught up in my room. And I think that's one of the songs that was supposed to go on... Nicodonia. Mm-hmm. I know 2020. I actually wrote 2020 before this, that, and like really, yeah, that's like and a really that old is song. just now popping up. Yeah, wow, that's crazy. That's wild. That's wild. You said you, you did you record it back then, or did you re-record? Oh, I, you re-recorded it for I, the new album, or I just I redid like all the mixes. Yeah, right? just touched it up a little bit. Yeah, pretty much. I feel you. Mm-hmm. But shout out to I can't. I don't want to say her name because I don't know. I don't want to pronounce it wrong. But she goes on the project. She goes by Lana's Lucid. So shout out to Lana's Lucid Man. for that. That's Man. tough. That's tough. All right. Well, let's get this in the pipeline and and start dreaming hey, up I'm ideas ready. and get I'm some shots. I'm gonna shot. pitch you a treatment. I'm gonna show you these videos when we Is hop that, off oh, here. Yeah. And I, I feel like I'm gonna re- too, I'm gonna reel yeah. you in with this with this treatment idea. <laughs> I, I like where you were going with the limo. Hey, maybe might be cool. Yeah. Dang. Uh. Black is a tent. I feel like we could probably do something like similar to what we did for uh, Newport's. Yeah. You know, uh, but definitely with like a black car and like everybody just like kind of sitting still and just like everybody just like mouthing the words together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that'd be sick. Yeah. Stuff here, I think you need really. to pull out the 360 cam for this too. We need whatever. This shit would be black and white too. We gotta stop talking about this. I know, right? Too, People are gonna be mad when they watch the video. They're, they're like, "What about our, this idea?" Yeah. Steal all our secrets. Seriously, right? It's it's all happened. Good. It's, it it's happens all to good. me all the time. 
I don't hate. I was just like, yeah, I inspired somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciation and love. You can't get you in know? your feelings when, you know, somebody steals an idea. It's like they were inspired by you, yeah. you yeah. know? Steal yeah, like an nothing's artist. Nothing's original. Mm -hmm. no, nothing's anyway. original. It's impossible to make original content. Steal like yeah. an artist. Steal like an artist, baby. There's Read that book. There's going to be a whole generation coming up that's going to be listening to Frontier 500 and using that as their inspiration on whatever they do in life. Just, just remember that. Not only that, but you literally are laying the foundation for, for the next generation in this area, too. The whole album release party at Brightbox and everything. Like, for real, the next generation wouldn't have the opportunities without something like that. That's crazy to think it's about. It's just facts. Yeah, because we're all quitting, so you're going to have to take it over. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Speak for yourself, man. I was only 2060, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't done yet. I feel like I haven't even peaked yet. No. No, not at all. Not at all. None of us have. Yeah. None, yeah, of, us none have. of us have. You know Literally, what I did? Everybody just keeps getting better. Yeah. Peaked at what? Life. Nothing. At life. We haven't done it yet. <laughs> haven't peaked at anything. We're still getting better with the podcast. I texted, probably go for like uh, another 100 years, really. Yeah. What they say on what they say on uh, Rick and Morty? We won't uh, be humanoids then, brother. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good, that's a good one. Oh they're, man, they're pulling it out the database. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, pulling it out the database. You gotta get dig back into the podcast if you don't know what that means. Go back and look at the clips. Yeah, you know what DJ Khaled's favorite number is? God what? did. Let, let me hear it. What? God did. <laughs> God did. You know what it is? What? Do you know what it is? I'm no, asking. I don't. Oh, I got it. I got it. We have someone on the side that says it's one. But, I was going to say one. You're wrong. It's 11. Why? Because there's another one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Got him. I think that's a great way to take it out, man. That's crazy. Oh, that's hilarious. All right, well, hold on. Let's... <laughs> No, we did it. Yeah, no, that's a good one. It. That's a good like, one. You're gonna use that one, aren't you? I don't want to use it. I, you're I going to. Though. I don't want to. Put that I in my pocket. I'm gonna use it tonight. I'm not <laughs> tonight. using it ever again. <laughs> tonight. I'm not doing it. That's that's all you, bro. But uh, all right, let's bring it back. <laughs> the dad joke. We got dad over here on the couch. <laughs> um, so Frontier 500 out now. Black is the tent. Music video possibly coming soon. Possibly. Humanoid possibly coming soon. Yeah. You know, all Bible that freestyle, possibly, coming possibly coming soon. You know, so and maybe uh, maybe a vlog popping up from the. We got some footage. We got some we'll footage. Strings, it might be might we'll be dropping some from, stuff, the, together, from the yeah. show. I completely forgot about that. And <laughs> if, I got so much footage. Like yeah, we'll make it happen. I think it was like over five hundred gigs. Of so footage. we're good. I got footage. Yeah. Trap got footage. We're we'll gonna make it happen. Something for for those that didn't make it to the show. And if you didn't make it to the show, you better be at the next one because. Ain't nobody peaked yet, and everybody's just getting better. So you can only imagine what the next one's gonna be. I'm doing more dad jokes sooner than you think. Yeah, let's make it happen. That's what I'm talking about. What uh, what can we expect next from Frontier and Helix? Dang, uh, more shows, more putting on my people, more music, more, more videos, more videos, more Winchester. Yeah, you know, because it's not just me out here. You know, that's what I really wanted to. Make sure I said at the show, like, this is about all of us. This is about rap in this area, you know, because I've been over here so long. I was trying so hard to put myself out that I realized that, damn, I'm almost like most of the other people out here. The problem is 
we're not coming together. So yeah. this is us coming together. This is this is our Frontier 500. So glad to be a part of it. Iron Skillet Podcast. Yeah. We're here with the boy Helix. I think that's the best way to do it. We love y'all. We'll see y'all whenever we come back. Maybe next week. Peace.